Welcome to Emma's podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to stay positive and focused at work. Because this time we having for a good one. So let's get started. It can be challenging to stay positive at work, even more to focus with all of the distraction you can have during the day. From your manager, who could demand the impossible to the ever-changing work environment. It can be frustrating at times to have to help a coworker that is not performing well to get their projects done. Even though you have allocated 40% of your time or more on that project, you are the one who has not been recognized for your helping hand. Your manager will not thank you for your help because somehow you are expected to fix everything for that coworker. You could also encounter the latest gossips that could make you feel a bit nervous because they are talking about layoff again. In time of uncertainty, it can be extremely difficult to stay positive and focus on getting your work done. With the ever-changing corporate world, those changes can push someone to shift their focus and state of mind to become negative. How do you remedy the situation? Regarding the rumors, especially talking about layoffs, you should not be going to work with the fear of being laid off. It can be scary at times to go through the process, but you need to remember if your time is up, it is because it is time for you to move on to something else better. Instead of seeing it as a bad thing, see it as a time to define what you would like to do next. It is a new beginning. You should leave the company with your head up. The difficult part is the co-worker that is not performing. You must do his or her work. Open the channel of communication with your manager. Let them know what the situation is. Ask them instead of you taking the lead what you should do. At this point, they are the ones to give the direction. I have done that a few times with some managers that were asking for the moon. By putting them in the driver's seat, they made several mistakes. But again, since I was going with their direction, even though I knew it will fail, it made it impossible for them to point their fingers at me, but instead they were taking the blame for the failure. By explaining how many hours I was working, they had to tell me which projects were the most important that I was working on and to do them first. I did not stress myself either, neither did I come at 2 a.m. in the morning to get everything done at once. Instead, I did them in the order in which I was instructed within my eight hours working day. I could have come to them with an aggressive and negative attitude, but instead I kept a positive attitude which kind of dethroned them. They were open to tell me how I should do my work. Keeping a positive attitude can help you in challenging situations. It can also help to appease concerns and people. It is not easy, but if you shift your attitude, then the situation will shift for the better. Regarding the gossip, it is almost impossible to get away from it. What you could do is acknowledge the gossip, then let it go. You have no control over it. 
There is no point to add fears or frustration. Just bless the situation by sending it to the universe, then thanks the person and walk away. So this is very interesting because a couple of things that I need to point out is uh, regarding the gas talk. It can stop with you, meaning when I see people gossiping, I just ignore them, say, hi, how you doing? Just shoot the breeze for a sec. You're doing well? Fantastic. Move on. When in regards of, uh, especially in big corporation or even the small one too, when you're talking about layoffs, fears of layoffs, people are always amplifying and they interject with their fears in it. So everybody turn paranoiac and if somebody says, well, do you hear the letters gas up? You have to see it as a blessing, as a change. It gives an opportunity to do something different. I know it is difficult sometimes to leave a company and end up to when you work so hard, long hours, and you got nothing else to do. And also then you're faced with the unknown. The unknown is always what's the scariest because it's put you in a position where you don't know where you're going. You have lost your balance. You have lost everything you got around. And the fear of layoff sometimes are done in a way to scare people. It happens when it needs to happen, when a company doesn't do well, and this is what happens, so you go through those layoffs. But sometimes it is being turned as a weapon to, to put fears in people. Uh, they can be threatened indirectly by a manager if you don't do your work or you don't do somebody else's work. You could be indirectly explained that you are expendable and the culture of fears in some companies is what makes them rolling the same with the robots version that I love being a robot we are going to transform you you're not going to give you your thoughts so those those rumors are things to be taking uh, lightly if the, if a layoff's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Whomever will be on that list, it's whomever will be on that list. Some people will use that to get rid of people uh, or retaliate against those people. So it's easier to just close a, a job, regardless if you are a good employee or not. Because I've seen good employees being laid off for retaliation purpose but since it's a layoff we you know we're closing your position there's nothing you can do but you know deep inside of you it was done because the manager doesn't like you so he's gonna get rid of you that's how it works in some cases but when that happened that happened so the rumor mills is something that people should step back from it and don't be sucked in like a black hole and as I said, the only thing you can do if you know who's the biggest gas up around uh, your water cooler, just say hello to them. If they want to give you the letters, oh, thank you for that. Have a nice day. And that is it. And move on. But the other thing, too, is when you're working and you try to get your work, and some companies have a tendency to overload their employees. They will not hired. They're going to work you through the bones and they're going to expect you to do the impossible and plus this is the situation when you have individuals who are not performing and you have to cover for them which makes it harder especially when you've been giving it normally eight hours and you end up to do 12 or 14. I have done in situation that I had to do two to three jobs in the same time for the same company working 12 to 13 hours a day 
and it was six to seven days a week, which is not very pleasant when you work for that. You have an option. If you have a manager you can speak with, and then what you do is reversing instead than being angry and just going into the office because you know you're going to help Paul again because Paul has not done his job, then you sit down with that manager seeing how they are. If you know that Paul is the bestie of the manager, well, you can just nicely and politely with a smile without being disgruntled, even though it's difficult once in a while when you're being pushed against a wall to do everybody else's job. Just turn it around and say, well, I need your help. I need your help to let me know how I can do this. I have those projects right here. You're asking me now to help this person. How would you like me to proceed? I have done that. It's called turning the tables around. That individual will have to give you directions and just uh, let them know. But you should not be doing 10 plus hours just to get everything resolved. Uh, For them, just do it within eight hours and just go home and do the same thing the next day. It can be difficult at first to do that, especially if you are not someone who needs direction. And I'm a self-starter. So as I said, I've been into that situation, but I just, as a manager, give me the direction where I'm supposed to do, what I can accomplish. I did the best that I could. I did not overwork myself, um, but I did what I had to do. And at the end of the day, if they are pushing against the wall, I will do, you know, I will stay until I stay, but I will not put my family life and my personal life out of balance. There is something you really need to make sure is we all work long hours uh, in the U.S., more than we should at some point, I feel like, uh, especially in corporation where if you're not being recognized but you're being loaded up so much work, then it's becoming difficult to uh, being able to accomplish everything. But you should be able to find, um, try to find the balance and the medium by speaking with the manager. The manager, well, it's his role. So... Let them take the direction and let's do that. If it's going to failure, let the failure happen. Because at this point, then you can sit down again with the manager and say, hey, I cannot do everything. I need help. I cannot do everything. And if Paul, the worker who doesn't help and do his job, then that should be a wake-up call for the managers. Going with aggressivity doesn't work well speaking per experience and uh, clients of mine who had experiencing the stress level that can make you, I will say, overwhelmed. Screaming is one first thing that people do because it's releasing the energy and the stress. You can see that. If you can talk to the manager and being able to express everything you got to say and follow their direction, then... Take a breather, go to work, take a breather before you go to work, do your tasks, try to keep a smile on your face. If you, you know, fake it until you make it. That's the the attitude of the day. Fake it until you make it. Smile, don't be disgruntled, take a breather. If you need to, every couple of hours to go outside of the office, just breathe and Whatever you want to do, let it go, and then you go back in, then life is good. 
Lavender, essential oil lavender is a little tip. Uh, put it underneath your nose and it should be a grade A. So if you can find uh, Young Living has a great uh, lavender, use that. Put it, leave it under your nose. That will calm you, relax you. Then you can go back and finish what you're doing. But always keep a positive attitude. I know it's not that easy. Been there, done that. By keeping it positive, then you appease everything around you. Everything around you will be calm. People are going to come around you and they're going to be calm. Uh, have a little sense of humor. That's what I do. I used to work in corporate and the situation in corporate was basically going to work. And I always said I should have had a bulletproof jacket vest because there were so much chaos, so much drama coming left and right situation. What I call the hot potatoes coming up your way and heading in your head. You had 10 balls in the air and you got five of them more in your hands and two coming in the middle with then just dropped on your lap. It was a situation where everybody had a nervous breakdown and leave the building and say, okay, I quit. No, I did not. I would have picked up the phone. I had somebody else who was basically screaming on the other end of the phone, which I never dealt with before. But the first word I said when they say, hello, how are you doing? I say, it's another day in paradise. How are you doing? And the reflex for everybody else that would be angry is to laugh. Because I say it was another day in paradise. I say, yeah, nobody's chasing me. Nobody is having a knife behind me. Life is good. So, yeah, I'm breathing. Everything is good. The first month, I started to utilize this sentence when I got on the phone. It was fake. I did not believe that. But no, I do. I say, yeah, it's another day in paradise here. It is what? Today is cold. It's 15 degrees. It's like, yay, with a windshield of probably 10 it's sunny outside. Yeah, it is another day in paradise. Just get the attitude. Get your attitude. Shift your mind. When you shift your mind from negative to positive, then the environment, the energy around you is going to switch. Then individual that's going to approach you when they're going to be angry by coming next to you where they can feel the positivity, the calm, they're going to calm down. They're going to be a little less aggressive. And as you start to talk with them, instead of going straight for the jugular or in their face, then you just smile at them and in a calm manner, have a conversation. Hear what they got to say first, even though you want to just respond and get in their face and whatever attitude you want to get. Just step back. Let them have it. Protect yourself. Shield yourself from their energy because you're going to take it up to your face. And that's it. So one of the little hint is the lavender oil. You can't even, and I used to do that. I used to drop some on the floor at the entry of my um, cube where I was in my office. I used to drop some, just a couple of them. And people will come in and uh, the people who will approach me, then when they enter, they could smell it. So that will be calming. You can do that. You don't need to spread the entire building with it. Put it a little bit on your wrist. Just a, a drop on your wrist. People will stay calm. It has a sense of calmness and a peacefulness that helps. So look for that. That will help you to stay focused. That will help you to gather everything you got to do during the day. And that will help everybody around. It will not change the attitude of a Paul who doesn't want to do anything. 
But at least on your side, you will feel calm and positive and they can switch that energy and move it out of your area. Now, when it comes down to do your job and you're under pressure because everybody wants something, they need to prioritize. You know, you can do so much for your work to be done and satisfied your managers and the rest of the company and accomplish it properly than being pushed or stretched to the limit, then it's like, okay, I'm having a nervous breakdown. I'm going to quit. That needs to stop. I cannot do my job and uh, the job of somebody else's. Then somebody comes up and say, hey, I have this and that. So a conversation with your manager would be a good approach to just lay out what you do. Because sometimes managers don't realize how much it takes to do. When they're looking at from the outside, they think it's easy. So when you're talking with your manager, you need to explain to them how long it takes you to do things. Do a list of what you do and explain. When you sit down in front of them and say, okay, this is what I do. This, 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 this. This is how long it takes me to do. Now you're asking me to do it. So how can I squeeze this in there? The other thing you need to make sure is your balance. Because in order to stay positive and focused at work, you need to have your balance at home. If you are spending 10 to 14 to 16 hours at work in an environment that is pretty much depressive because you get people gossiping, because people are not working, because it's chaotic, you're not going to be able to to ground yourself. You're going to be in disarray. You need to spend time for yourself. You need to spend time with your family. You need to take care of your pets. You need to keep the activity going for the children. But you need to put yourself first as well. You cannot just ignore yourself because when you do that, then your own energy is going to go down. And instead, then continue to rise to the heart chakra. It's going to lower down and down to the point that you are no more high energy, positive energy, you're going to be switching down to negative energy. And when you go to negative energy, this is where you get angry, frustrated, depressed. You're not yourself. People who are going to suffering the most will be, first of all, it will be you and all of your internal organs, because every time we get depressed, we are acting on our heart and all of the other organs. So you're hurting yourself. Your mate, you're going to distance yourself with your mate. You're going to disconnect with them. You're going to find a way to, and that's happening to most people, to to use your mate as your quote-unquote punching ball or release valve with your anger. So that would be this. Then the kids, because the kids are going to want to connect with you. You're not going to connect with them. You're going to be missing activities with them. So you need to make sure you find that right balance. And in order to do that, you need to set your boundaries. The boundaries that I'm going to go to work at 7 in the morning. I'm going to take my half hour to go outside and breathe in and out. I can take 10 to 15 minutes twice a day. If you need more, take more. And I'm going to breathe in. 
And I'm going to leave at a certain time. Let's say normally it's 9 to 5. Let's say 7 to 4 o'clock, something like that, 3.30, 4 o'clock. I'm going to leave around 3.30, 4 o'clock, 4.30 max. That's it. You should have it scheduled um, on your calendar. And one thing that I did, and that was one of the things, the best things I ever did, is on my calendar, I always blocked the hours where I left. Uh, I'm sorry, I cannot stay longer. I have an appointment. Mm -mm. I don't have the time. I have other appointment. And I don't care if the manager was frustrated at the end of the day. I was here on time. I came here at 7. I did my job. Now it's time for me to go. But you cannot keep your focus if you do not recharge your battery, if you do not take care of yourself. And inside of work, make your um, space, working space, clean, feng shui. And when we talk feng shui, you don't need to bring a tree if you don't need to have a tree. But uh, clear your desk, put the minimum on your desk. This is what I do. And I used to work uh, with a lot of papers, but I made it sure that I was kind of an organized freak. I still, I'm still one because I like space. Um, even my desk in my office here at home, I would say I had to uh, negotiate with Caramel Pepet because Caramel Pepet has a portion on my desk and I have the rest. But it is pretty much feng shui as well. Make it clean, clear, not overcrowded because when you got everything, when there is clutters everywhere, it's not the positive things for you to go in either. And I know some people love, love clutters, but... You don't have to make it very simple. I never had, personally, uh, in corporate, I never had any pictures of anything because that's not how I function. But some people need a picture of their loved ones. Put a picture of your loved ones or your dog, your cat. But use that essential oil. That essential oils will help you. Because perfume is something that I'm sensitive to, and in corporate, I maybe should tell a few stories, maybe in a in a future uh, podcast about scent and perfume. Oh my goodness, it's like you're eating the perfume of somebody. It's horrible. But essential oils, especially lavender, it's not a strong smell, then, and I can handle it. So this is a good sign. So everybody should be able to handle it. Uh, it's a very simple thing to do. It's just two drops and one underneath the nose, just a little bit underneath the nose so you can breathe. And that would be wonderful. And just put two drops in the morning and two in the afternoon or at lunchtime, uh, just on the edge of, as I said, when you enter your space, just put some of them. It will help you to um, clear everything. And I can guarantee one thing as well, since lavender is a calming, smoothing and positive oil, it is a good thing to use it because people who are negative will not approach you much at all either. It's a funny thing too. And if somebody is nervous, then that will calm them. So having that essential oils is always been uh, with me. I always have one or two essential oils with me. And this is one of them that I like to carry with me. It's very peaceful and I can stay focused. I like to use my headphone set as well. If I don't have to be on the phone, it's kind of difficult if you're a customer service to do not have your headphone set as well. But if you don't have to interact much with people, or even if you do, but just have your little headphone set so you don't have to hear somebody else's talking or gossiping, which is very nice. 
that's a very good thing as well. So you stay connected and grounded and you can stay focused and working on what, you, what you're supposed to do. So this is something you need to think about it. Surround yourself with people who elevate you. That's another thing. At work, have somebody who talks about everything except work. Somebody who you can enjoy and give you recipes or you can talk about the weather or anything that is positive. I have met somebody and I dearly love her. Uh, this is somebody that I knew and I will always remember when I worked uh, in one of the corporation. And yes, I'm not going to give you the name of the corporation, by the way, guys. Uh, her name is Jill. And I absolutely love her, dearly love her. She is uh, somebody you would see her. Positivity was shining. Basically, you would spot her in the middle of the crowd because she's such a positive person, just absolutely love, lovable, adorable. And she was great. She was fantastic. The first time I walked into that uh, building when I was over there, she was the first person I saw, as a matter of fact, and she was by the copier, and she was laughing, and her laugh was so angelic, beautiful. I absolutely love her because we spent time to laugh. We were goofing around, laughing, joking. This is the kind of person you want to run because they elevate you, so they, they make things going faster. If I uh, was a little bit frustrated of something, about something, I would go and sit down with her for a few minutes and we started to laugh. And I'm like, okay, good, thank you. You recharge my batteries. I'm going to go back in my workspace and deal with whatever nightmare I had to work with at that time. But keep the people positive as well, because that's what is needed. But as I said, open communication with the manager. Let them take the decision of what you should be doing, because obviously that will be on their hands, not yours. Do not spend 10, 20 hours in this building. I said 20 hours, but you're going to say you're crazy, but that happens. And when you're leaving work, leave everything over there. One of the other things I forgot to mention in there too was with our smartphones, we do connect with our emails. Leave this alone. Instead of checking your emails every five minutes, leave it alone. Just when you leave work, you're done. If the universe collapses over there, well, you will see it the next day. This is not the end of the universe. You need to make sure your work and life balance is done correctly. It is difficult to spend 12 plus hours working and being home focused on your family. Your family is as important as your work because at the end of the day, you're going to lose a lot more from connecting with your mate and your family than anything else. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. It was an awesome one. How to stay positive and focused at work. Our next podcast is going to be interesting. Have you ever had your integrity challenged at work? Did you ever encounter somebody who asked you to break the rules or company policies to get things done and I could even get you fired? If you did broke those policies, that should be an interesting one. And I wish everybody a beautiful day. Take care. Bye-bye.